sports? Do you like beer? Do you love sports and beer? Then you're exactly where you need to be. This is the Hughes, Views, and Brews Show on 1252 Sports Chicago. Cheers. Listening to 1252 Sports Entertainment. Parental discretion may be advised. Woo! It's about that time. Fat Mike, Chicago Sports. (laughs) Yeah. Finally here, finally here. Shots City Sports is right here. Updates on news, get it here. The rumors, cause we keep it real. Sit back, relax, sugar beer, one of them nights. Hey, this is Carmen DeFalco from ESPN Chicago, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Sports Show. Hey, this is Dave Richard from CBS Sports, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hi, this is Jesse Rogers for the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey everyone, I'm Scott Merkin, the longtime White Sox beat writer for MLB.com and proud graduate of the University of Michigan. You listen to me on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. This is Chuck Arkline and you are listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. It's the Fat. Hey, what's up? This is Greg Braggs Jr. from Braggs in the Stands. And you're listening to my guys on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Ooh. Hey everyone, Fred Huebner from ESPN 1000. Great to be on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm Dan Zaborski, senior writer for Fangraphs, and you're listening to Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm JJ Stankovitz from NBCSportsChicago.com and the Undercenter Podcast, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, Sparkle, you know what I listen to? It's the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show with my guy, Fat Mike. Did you listen anywhere else? No. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to 12 to 2 Sports Chicago. We are on a special night here tonight. We are here live and in person at the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill Studios here in downtown beautiful Lockport, Illinois. We got two very special guests. Obviously, Fred didn't do his show last night. I'm not doing my show tomorrow night. We're doing a jam-packed combo show with two very special in-house guests, Carmen DeFelco and Mark Giabreco. Welcome, guys. How's it going? It's great, man. It's Italian night. Although, <laughs> I'm here for the after party, actually. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Like yeah. I tell you, it took me like an hour and a half to get here. Wow. Was You're coming all the way from the city. So you really? better feed me after this. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, actually, it was okay once I got through customs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not as bad. Man, the drive's not as bad for me. It's not bad for these yeah, guys. No. But yeah, come from the city's rough. But Mark brought gifts. I, I, I did. did. I got to take care of he you brought, guys. He, and he bought the best gifts. The, Look at this. Yeah. The best gifts are, yeah, the, are the gifts to drink. Whiskey. Yeah, they are. He's got a 10-year uh, whistle pig. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's the gift of conversation that we're here. Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt. And we'll have a lot of it too. We got a lot of we got a lot to get into tonight. I, I sat and watched TV for four hours today, waiting for the White Sox to make a trade. Yeah, don't hold your breath. And at five o'clock, they said, 
Whit Merrifield's been traded. I said, good. He just crossed the locker room. Exactly. And then they go, he's gone to Toronto. And you're like, what the fuck? The best thing is he's not vaccinated. I guess he'll get vaccinated now. I mean, I'm vaccinated now for sure. Yeah, driving in tonight, it was unbelievable. White Sox fans jumping off the bridge. Cubs fans except as well. Cubs fans too. Okay, let's do the Cubs first, okay? We have to. This oh, is geez. like just a little more shit than the White Sox. Seriously, let's get them out of the, the way. The fact that's how bad that it is. you were so arrogant and overestimated the Contreras and Hap perspective deals, they asked for too much. They got shut down. Yeah. How embarrassing is this? So, you know, Contreras, who's so emotional, I mean, he's probably happy he gets to stay for the year. Well, do they hug but, it out again at the end of the year? <laughs> yeah, right. Today, they, there's a lot of hugging out. I didn't think Hap was actually going to go, but – this thing is now, they're never going to get what they wanted for Contreras. He's never oh. going to get what he wants on the open market. They totally right. screwed that up. It is embarrassing and horrifying. Other side of town, you got people screaming for Rick Hahn's head and everything else. Tony's asleep in the dugout again. Literally, but, first inning. Unbelievable. First, first inning. First inning. And, and that's yeah. a meme that'll live forever. forever. See, and that's what managers have to do in the American League. You put the lineup up, you fall asleep till about the sixth. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you play Kansas City, I guess. You know what I mean? It should I be, know. And it should be to Kansas win. City. But it's pathetic that they could not make a deal. What's worse, Rick Hahn says publicly, uh, you know, I really tried, yeah. but we failed. We're really disappointed we blew it. We know you are, too. Why, why, do, why do you admit <laughs> that? Why, why don't admit you it? say yeah. we couldn't get what we wanted? Uh, the fact is their farm system is horrible, horrible right? and they have no depth, even though they have supposedly great players on their roster who are not performing. And the excuse is, well, you know what? We're going to be fine when we're healthy because we're playing 700 baseball when we're healthy. When were you ever healthy? And it's all about Luis Robert coming back. Yeah. So I, I am so glad that I don't watch baseball anymore. <laughs> I'd be a retired. I am a casual fan. I haven't watched one Cub game or Sox game. Uh, I've maybe, watched about three Cub games. So maybe an I don't have Marquee anymore, so I can't watch anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I you're not missing anything games. with no, Marquee. No, it sounds like it sounds like when the Padres got Soto, that blew the Cubs deal to hell. That's what it sounds yeah, like. It that does, that, yeah. that it was going to be Hap and Contreras. And uh, Jesse had been reporting that that it sounds like they were they were they were close. They were talking, and some of the prospects that went to Washington, the Cubs were going to get. And the minute they were able to get the Soto deal done today, it blew that deal to Smithereens, yeah. obviously. And then they never were able to recover and find that team. I'm still a little surprised they couldn't find a way to get it done with the Mets. I mean, I thought the Mets could really use Contreras. Oh, I agree. Last little piece. Not only that, the thing I I called a couple weeks ago. I called last week when I was sitting there bullshitting by myself. I called last week teams that were dark horse teams for Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Twins maybe. I mean, they on, did some other stuff. Gary Sanchez. The yeah. Twins made it's some catcher. They got better. Well, they, they needed pitching and they got they needed they got pitching, But, pitchers. I mean, they're, they're not getting any offensive production out of their out of their catcher role. No, none. With Gary Sanchez. He's dog shit. But what do you think? Let's get real. That's what do you think about, look, my, my theory is Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't care anymore. He's old. He doesn't need to win anymore. He just wants to keep making money. And so does Michael. So they're not going to make the effort. And then everybody's blaming Rick Hahn and they want him fired. I always thought Rick did all the dirty work and never got the credit. And Kenny Williams was the front guy and got all the credit. And Reinsdorf with the Bulls and the Sox, all he does is kick people upstairs. They keep creating yeah, new positions, fail off. you know, looking at a broader perspective and, and all this stuff and not doing day-to-day -day stuff. I always thought Hahn was one of the smartest guys ever. He's an Ivy Leaguer. And, you know, during – the so-called heydays, he was instrumental in making some really good deals, but he has totally blown it. 
He's double clutched on so many things. But look, he didn't want La Russa. No, no, and no, I'm sure did. a lot of people have intervened and told him we, we're going to go this way or we're not going to do anything at all. And he's been this professional gentleman by not saying my hands have been tied. That's what I I, I I go back and forth on this. I mean, sometimes I think, you know, we all assume because Rick is uh, Harvard and Michigan educated and right. maybe even Northwestern. I think he has like a degree from each Everywhere. school, which is insane. Yeah. We always think he's the smartest guy in the room and he might be. He might not be as smart at baseball as we think. I mean, okay. they, they continue to struggle uh, drafting players by and large and developing their own players. You know, TA's been a nice hit for them, Andrew Vaughn too. But really, uh, under Kenny and Rick's watch over the last 20 years, uh, other than some uh, outstanding pitchers, when it comes to positional players, and Freddie knows, I mean, they, they've yeah. been brutal. Yeah. Brutal. And a, a lot of the trades have been bad. I, I think sometimes we overestimate how smart he is when it comes to baseball. I do think he's a little hamstrung because of the owner, Mark. You're probably right, but – uh, they, this was a flawed roster. Of course, he didn't want Tony, and Tony's an embarrassment. But oh this is still a flawed roster. You could have had Kyle Schwarber. They never even called him. They've right. they've loved Jock Peterson for years. I don't know why that ended because he could have gotten Jock probably right. for a one year deal. Either one of those guys. Jock is the ultimate rent a player. Yeah, yeah. He, is. he can play on nineteen he teams everywhere, really, but he's yeah. always performing. And he'll hit twenty home, twenty five home runs yeah. from the left side. I mean, they're, they're they have Luis Robert and Jose Abreu are their are their high home run guys right now with twelve. 12 home oh, runs. God. Gavin Sheets, Mankata, and Grendal. Two of those guys are switch hitters. But when we talk about they have to be the lefty power, those three guys have 15 combined home runs. 15 on August 2nd. Here's the embarrassing and insulting part for Sox fans. To make the token call about the Otani. Otani. Oh, that was just and, and, Okay, so is that, is, knowing, is knowing that bullshit? Was, you know it's bullshit. There's nothing. Oh, we got to make the call and say we made the call. What are you going to give? Right. You have nothing in your farm system, and you're going to oh, gut yeah. what's supposed to be this young championship roster. I mean, there were actually people saying they had an outside shot at the World Series, or they were at least going to win the division with this team oh, yeah. and then win the World Series next year. It, this has been trash now. And look, you know, this is old school thinking, and everybody says this, but the way your team plays is a, re a reflection of your manager's personality. And Tony's asleep at the switch. I should be an AARP booster. I should be supporting him. You're like seven because... years younger than eight years younger than him. Right. But only seven years younger. And I'm in that bad. And you don't want to manage. I'm in that bad decade. And you don't want to manage. But you're not going to fall asleep baseball the first team, team, are you? No. 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 You don't think so. I might need some, you know. I got my Medicare. I need some medication. Right. I'm on Medicare this year, so this is the Me first too. time. So, okay. but he's falling asleep but, before the game even started. Yeah. I usually fall. Yeah, but the, the problem is 78 managing in the big league. You needed a second baseman and a right fielder. Not this year. You needed it last year. Yeah, and they never got it. They tried with Caesar in, and as that failed. Yeah. They kept, well, yeah, and he right? was, he hit twenty some homers in Cleveland. And he had like four. Yeah, yeah right. it was crazy how bad he was. But you can't keep running Lurie Garcia out there, no. and you can't keep running Vaughn and Sheets who do everything they can do in right field, they're not right fielders. No. Do you they're think, though, they can still win this awful division? Yeah, oh, but the thing is, no, no one can beat. No, no I, I don't think, think they can, can win it. I, don't I think, think so. they can. Nobody can beat. They, nobody, none of the other four teams can beat Houston or the Yankees. I don't well, think no, so. No, no, we they know that. I'm just talking about the Sox actually being in the postseason. And maybe advancing to then get their ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I think they still can um, because it's just a lousy division. I agree. The Twins were good today. I mean, I thought what the Twins yeah. did in the last 24 yeah. hours or so should help them. I still think the Sox, if they can get everybody healthy, are probably the most talented team. October can be weird, so you never know. But it's hard to envision anybody beating the Yankees or the Astros. Maybe 
Toronto, but Toronto's awfully right-handed. They've no. got some of the same issues the White Sox have. They're awfully right-handed, but they're really talented. What about the difference, though? Toronto has some decent pitching. Well, they do. With There's Manoa, no question. Manoa's Manoa awesome. And, you know, they got, who's the other guy that's up there? Gausman. Uh, 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 yeah, Kevin Gausman. They, they, they need Barrios to be a three. And yeah, Rio yes. thinks he's a one. Right. He's not. He needs to be a three. Yeah. And if he Manoa can be a three, you get those three because Manoa's amazing. Manoa's a stud. They're very right-handed, but they can hit. We know that. If you didn't like Manoa before the All-Star game, oh, oh, yeah. if you watch the All-Star game, he's awesome. just listening to him yeah. was awesome. He's a good dude. He's oh, a bad yeah. And he knows how to handle the media and has since yeah. he does. Age. What about in the other league? Were you surprised the Brewers traded Hater? They're in first You know place. what? That, made, that that trade made absolutely zero sense to me. He's having the worst year of his career. I mean, I right, know the save but, number is good. He's got the most saves. But statistically, he's you know, for the first time in his career, his ERA plus is below 100. So Devin Williams moves in? I would think Devin Williams moves in. Okay. Yeah, who's probably I mean, I, younger I, I, and better. I didn't get it. I That's why I'm here to have this explained I, to I, me. Well, I understand. I understand. I think Devin Williams moves in. I understand he's in. coming towards the end of his deal, and the Brewers are going to have to pay him. Yeah. And they say well, Lorenzo okay on the line. I don't think they're going to miss a beat with that. But I mean, going to well, no, he's got one less save yeah. and less. He has a fewer ERA. And they probably try to get something more out of Taylor Rogers. Oh, it's it's also insulting in talking about that in the Padres and what San Diego is doing. San Diego? Just and like yeah. what size market is Twenty seventh market. I think out of the thirty baseball teams, I think I heard our very own Jeff Meller just say it today. I think he said oh San God. Diego is the twenty seventh. I didn't know it was that small of the thirty big league teams. And look, look what they're That's doing. Crazy. The Sox couldn't do anything, and they are just opening the checkbook. This is ridiculous. And San Diego is always, you know, the Dodgers are number one in L.A. Oh, man. and the Angels are a distant second. But the Padres are a forgotten team in California, and now they're actually trying to win it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, let's let's get down to the brass tacks here. They just picked up Juan Soto today. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, look, they, they they were the more aggressive pursuer a couple of years ago for Manny Machado. They got it. They went out and they made the trade with the Cubs for you, Darvish. They traded for Mike Clevenger. They traded for Blake Snell. Um, they just traded today for Juan Soto. They traded for Josh Hader. I mean, think about it. Like yeah, they are they just all in on Bell. all of them. Josh Bell too is in that deal. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I would have taken kicker. Josh Bell on the that's, the that's the kicker well, in the deal. Another first baseman DH. Right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, he can't play the outfield. You've got you've got Vaughn. You'd have Vaughn Sheets. Right. Abreu. Abreu. Yeah. 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 Can't play the outfield. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Bell is a stud. He can he hit, is. but there's nowhere for him to play. He's always been days. able to hit. One of his first games, I think, was against the Cubs. He can hit. When he first came I'm to the I'm trying to remember who traded Tatis Jr. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't let that <laughs> that's, that's Carmen's <laughs> biggest thing. Now, and I, every, really? time I would, every time I would hear Carmen mention it, I would always say to myself, I'm driving in the car, I hear Carmen mention Tatis. They go, he was 17. Nobody knew right. he was I know, but still, it still sucks. I, I came up again today. I know. You know, but but the Padres are amazing in what they're trying to do. Yeah, they are. You're, you're trying to beat the Dodgers, which uh, is it's not going to happen. It's hard it's to do not. because they're playing. They are so far and above uh, everybody else in terms of how smart they are, the farm system they continue to build, the talent they've acquired, the money that they, that the guys got to spend. I mean, that's the smartest guy in baseball. Oh, and he has unlimited dollars. Well, that's why that, they're he, this is the guy a juggernaut. He was down there in Tampa Bay too. Yeah. All right. When when Tampa Bay had zero money. Well, now he's got his <laughs> brains got... combined with money. Yes. And now they're going to uh, the playoffs for a 10th straight. Best yes. thing about the Padres. Back to old school, brown and yellow with the old logo. <laughs> love it. The swinging monk. How I surprised are you, though, 
that the Dodgers didn't get Soto. That it, it, came, it probably came down to Dodgers, Padres, or Cardinals. Or maybe Cardinals. I, yeah. right. because Cardinals was, made the most logical sense to me yeah. anyways. But it got to the point where it wasn't fair, so they had to back off. Because well, the, the yeah, Dodgers right. can go unfair. by anybody. It's still Yankees, Dodgers. They can go by anybody they want. You've never seen a trade where the other team gave up not one, not two, but three. Four first round four draft first picks, and all uh, three of the four were what top 20 yes. in yeah. all of baseball, right. probably top 20 25 um uh, prospects yeah. in all of baseball. That's incredible. Well, you need a haul like what, that to get, but what kind of minor league system could they have possibly had when they just make what they give the Cubs? They gave the Cubs their seventh, eighth, ninth, and something tenth a couple like years that. ago, yeah. right? It's it, they keep doing it. They're just like they're another team well, that's the, built the, its the, farm the, system up well. They've got the right. assets to be able to do it. But they were a team that sucked for a long time, too, as well. So they got a lot they of did. prospects. Pre- you know I mean? Like they, they're going for it now. You've got an owner that's finally willing to spend money. You've got a very aggressive GM, and obviously they're good at talent acquisition and their international signings, their draft, it's been good. And if you've got the farm system backed up with a team that's ready to win, that's what make you know, those are the that, that should be the envy. That's what the White Sox and Cubs yeah. should be that. How would in you a like to be like a Chicago? farm hand in the Dodgers system, though? You're no. never gonna play. I know no, right? you so have you to get out there. Yeah, you're you're gonna gonna a pitcher, the Cubs unless you're a pitcher. Yeah, it seems like well, the Dodgers yeah. have a new fucking starting ace every other year. You want to get traded? You're you're in the yeah. Oh yeah, you probably yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at Dustin May. Dustin May last Dustin year. May got hurt. Yeah, too bad he, he got, got hurt. hurt. Too bad. He got, too bad of injury. You know, what, remember a, some of the rumors a year ago were that the White Sox were interested in Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux. My yeah. God, why couldn't they have done? I don't know. They just can't outfield. He can play second base. Yeah, he's the guy to go to work. I think Mike North said it best. They're always in there and they're always talking about it. Will always tell you they made the effort and they've never ever gotten the guy. No, one sidebar. I've been watching the uh, um, the captain on ESPN. Yeah, it's awesome. The yeah. Derek, I love, and I'm like, I, think I haven't great. seen an episode. Of I mean, yet. you know, for me, yeah. I'm like, who cares? I'm not a Yankee fan. So what about Derek Jeter? He's tremendous. Every episode is spectacular. Yeah. Every guest is great. But a sidebar in watching that is you realize all the great players, the Yankees just signed the guys were toward the tail end of their career, but they were still contributing rock reigns and David justice yeah, and man. whoever they needed. You got, Oh my God, I forgot that. Yeah, you know, it worked. He got a ring, and yeah. they just went and got everybody. Their right. farm system was awesome. Too, yeah, though. that's yeah. Well, the other thing. And the like, one thing you realize too, I mean, and they all came up. They haven't really talked much about it, but the four guys that well, came yeah, up: Bernie, it was right? it was Bernie, Posada, uh, Jeter, Posada, and, yeah, Mariana and, uh, Rivera. Mariana Rivera. Right. So those four, Andy Pettit, right? I mean, those, you know, it's and like, it's on. But the one thing, even guys like Scott Brocious, and I mean, I, I fucking like, hated and that. And then Aaron Boone, the whole run. Aaron Boone, who was who was doing crap. He comes up and lead off on uh, the extra innings. He yep. hits a home run. I still hate Aaron Boone to this day. Aaron F and Boone. It's a but it's Aaron a, it, It's a great show. Right. The one thing that shows you is, and I think we learned it from the last dance too. Michael Jordan wanted to win every yeah. game. Derek Jeter, from what we've seen, wants to win every damn game. Forget these people that say there's 162. It doesn't matter. He can win. Yeah. No. You gotta win every. He's game. got that same you killer instinct, and they game. had a soundbite of Jordan saying that. Yeah, in, they did. The oh, and that's what you need, and that's. We haven't seen that here in this town. They, they tell the guys not to run to first base for crying out loud. Well, exactly. That's, that's oh, all five God. of them. When he said five guys, yeah, yeah. they're in the starting lineup. We're told that was another hustle. really <laughs> if it's a horrible PR move. Come that was a pathetic thing to say. It's like, don't you guys? I mean, look at Tony on one hand has a right to be extremely arrogant, Hall of Famer. Second most wins of all time. Yeah. Nobody's going to compose them. But now he's senile and old and he's tired. But he's still so arrogant. You see his post-game news conferences. And people ask him pointed questions. 
Why didn't you take him out then? Why didn't you pinch hit? Why didn't? And he's just like, and then it gives some bullshit answer. And then he's like, you know, you don't even know. You don't know baseball. Like the Trey Turner. I'm the king. Thing, you know, you know, walking Trey Turner with two strikes. I You know what happened after he walked Trey Turner with two strikes? He forgot. He then he fell asleep at the wheel in the parking lot. But yeah, the one thing about that though is he had the answer, and. Remember when Joe Madden got let go earlier this year? What Joe Madden talked about? He and Joe Madden was one of the main analytics guys yeah, was, in Tampa and everything Tampa, else. And he mentioned, he said, "Listen, the analytics are great, but you got to have a nice mix. And sometimes the analytics take over. And you know, the Angels are guys that are big analytics guys. Tony had all the answers, saying, "Listen, did you know what Trey Turner's numbers are with this? Do you know what Muncy's numbers are with this? He had all the answers." Sometimes I don't want my guys to know right. all these numbers. Right. It's known before it's the game. Once right. the game's starting, just play it by. I mean, I'm convinced he had that count wrong. I'm convinced that he thought <laughs> you know, it was. You know, I'm convinced. You I'm 100% think, no, convinced. I think so. 100%. And he thought it was 2 1 instead of 1 2. I'm 100%. Because remember when there's Tony, no explaining walking a guy right, in, with, with two, two strikes. strikes. There's none. Just throw I, the ball outside. Let him. Okay. Yes. I'm so old that I was here. I got here in 82 when Tony was like, he was about to be fired, but he was the young, hot, cool manager. And, okay. And, and he was always a dick. Yes, he was. He was an ass back then. You know what? I got along um, with him really well you? for whatever reason. Yeah, well, because I was a dick too, I guess. But, <laughs> uh, but, but you think back and the way he handled the bullpen was innovative. Oh, that's true. Batting the pitcher eighth, you know, oh, doing that right. whole thing. It was like all these new innovative things. But then, you know, the Oakland A's years and the Cardinal years and all the titles. But at the end of the Cardinal era, like not knowing who was up in the bullpen. Oh, that's when it started in the World Series. In the World series. So uh, when he was 68, which is old to be managing in the big leagues. <laughs> really you're right. And he almost cost them it. I mean, he made a mistake. You know, 68 was old to be on the air. I mean, yeah, 68, so. you know, <laughs> get up there. Let's face it. Right. You should be enjoying the sweet life like Marky is now. I like Freddie is. Yeah. Greatest life on earth, don't we, Fred? Well, they're living yeah. the sweet life. There's nothing but what do you? You don't want to grind away anymore. I mean, come oh, on. Look how this fucking. I know. Hey, what the fuck. You think you beach, get this cool bike golf repeat? My That's buddies, my retirement. One of my buddies is retiring today. It's his last day at work, and I I sent him a message quoting Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Because on oh, the no. Corona oh, commercial, commercial, the Corona commercial, he says. The best plans are no, no plans. plans. Oh. That's exactly when correct. When you're that age, that's what you should be doing. I thought, I thought it was rolling doing. down the street smoking Nindo. No, no. <laughs> but I do have his Blur album, which nobody believes. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's a you need to, you need to take your buddy's phone and drop it. Yeah, yeah drop it in the ice. Drop it like it's hot. I, well, I, don't, I don't get why anybody is So here's my question. We can really put a screeching halt to this podcast if we start talking hockey in the AFL. Well, that's true. Then yeah. Okay. Screeching halt. So we'll keep it to baseball. And then we'll do some bears also. We can do some bears. Bears, uh, football, football, and baseball. Well, we can so talk hockey off the air. You love hockey too. I yeah. do too, but I mean, come on, I'm fucking Matt, our right producer now. cameraman here. You know yeah. that it's very, exactly it's very provincial. Hockey. We're the only ones that care. And yeah. now I'm boycotting the boycott, uh, the Blackhawks forever. I mean, so. uh, the, 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 who's who's going to watch? Talk about no, no one's going to watch it. Well, who's, who's the guy the, who's the announcer? Chris Foster? So. I have, uh, yes, I think. I, and if they Foster. had that Colby Cohen guy as the analyst, this guy <laughs> is like a 12th grader doing a new Trier Loyola game. I mean, it is so amateurish. It's so bad. Chris Foster's, you know, he's. The new breed guy. He's yeah. got the big voice. He's perfect. He's he's very good. He's, but he's got 
no grit. He's, he's got what call no a He's what I call a generic announcer. He is. And I gave that to Joe Davis a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, Black and Abdallah got all over my ass, and I said, he is like a Davis? generic announcer. No, he's a generic announcer. But he's, he's never going to say something wait a minute. that you're going to agree with or disagree with or have a feeling about. I might be. But wait gonna, a minute. He is now Fox's number one guy. One. I know. But you notice when he did his the first game, game, when he did the All-Star game with uh, Smoltz, yeah. There was a little Joe Buck in there. There was a little bit. So yeah. I think as he gets more comfortable, he might be a little bit of a smart ass. He might say something, but he is Mr. Big Boy's so. perfect. Hey, we're lucky we have Amin and Benetti. Yeah. Two young wow. guys. Don't say that around Benetti. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Benetti's. He did. You know what? Well, well, look at Benetti is very. He's there's a He thinks there's a Zadies waiting on the corner. For well, him. here's the thing. I'm sorry. He's great doing all the national stuff. Yes, he is. Because he's not with Steve Stone. And Steve Stone tries too hard and they do this giddy. Stupid shit. Yes, and half of it doesn't go anywhere. It's and very trying too hard to be funny. Yeah, you know how yeah, hard it is. You, you know how hard it is to watch White Sox baseball on mute. <laughs> I mean, they can't score a run anyway. I actually prefer the DJ on. Well, that's oh, a, I, I, you know, well, it's, it's, it's harder. I like Connor. I like Connor. Connor's terrific. I've done three days in a row. Connor's terrific. Three days in a row. Len Casper's done TV with yes, yes. Benetti was going to Connor. I saw something. I saw something today that what Benetti turned down. Turned down something. No, no, he got Fox. He's doing National Fox. Yeah, National Fox. He's the number two guy behind with Brock Heward. Um, right for uh, Sox games on mute. That's how Tony. Was. That yeah, that's, that's, that's what Tony's. Now, does that mean he's done with the Sox now? No, 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 no. no, no. But see, now the trend no. is no. stop it. I would have. It would have been. It would have been fireworks out of nothing behind my yeah. house. The trend is you've got. Your, and I love he's the a big boomers. Sylvie used to always say he's a great guy. I don't give a shit. I'm a great guy too. I couldn't do that. Yeah. But you want a guy that's who just, said you're a great? Guy? Uh, some people. Uh, <laughs> I say <laughs> the, the guy. The guy I got this beer from. So it was a no, great but the guy. thing is now you've got your 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 main play by play guy and you got your main analyst, but. You get all the other, all these other guys coming in and out. Like Marquis is run by New York guys, oh, man. so Marquis. they think Marquis the worst fucking. It's the worst play. thing I've ever seen. The studio people are awful. It is. If, I, if I want to watch 1984 fucking women's tennis yes. finals, well, Marquis the place. See, to they go. need to fill programming, and they don't have it. The other thing is, it's a really a bush league presentation, and they have way too many former Cubs. Half of them I never even well, heard I mean, of. Some of the former right. Cubs. Like, how are you picking these guys? I mean, it's ridiculous. The theory of the marquee people is more is better. No, just do your two guys and they're it. Yeah. And that's who you identify with. And I still will never get over the Len Casper move. I don't understand. I know Len's a different kind of guy. He's terrific. But he, now he's doing TV and radio. And he just wanted to do radio. And he took a huge pay cut to go to the South Side. But yeah, I'm glad we have him. To each his own. I love Len. He's very I love Len. I think I'm the only Cub fan on the panel here, right? All you guys are Sox fans? Yes. All right, so I miss Shame Len. on you. I, really, I miss Len. I've done a lot of music trivia with Len. So oh, yeah. He's, he's a very versatile yeah, renaissance. He's, he's very good. He's very skinny, too, just like Tyron. He runs a lot, too, I think. That's yeah. why. I think Len's a runner. Are you a runner? I'm a runner. Yeah, yeah. I only run, run, run to the bars. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do, I, I do run, run to the runs. bar. I do beer runs. Yeah, right. beer yeah, runs exactly. I do beer runs every once in a while, too. <laughs> I do beer runs. I can't run to get out the paper. You know, I don't even get the paper. <laughs> get the paper. Get the paper. That's an antiquated thing. Yeah, right. get the paper. Guys, really quick, before before we start talking some bear stuff, we had a couple quick little hits from a couple of our sponsors here. I'm glad you got sponsors. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, how about that? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of great sponsors here at 12 to 2. Sit back, relax, hear a couple words from a couple of our sponsors, and we will be right back talking some Bears talk. Be right back.
Hello, this is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend. Or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. Hi, this is Kathy O'Connell at Coach's Corner, located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Our phone number is 708-364-1026. We are Orland Park's number one sports bar. Come in for our wonderful beer menu and seltzers with a fully stocked bar. Watch a game, drink a beer, and try something off our amazing menu. We have everything to choose from, nachos, potato skins, and our house-made bar chips to start off with. Then try our tacos, burgers, and one of our delicious sandwiches. And don't leave without trying our famous jumbo wings. They do not disappoint. Coach's Corner, it will sure to become your local bar. Again, we are located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Come see us today. Aussie football, are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface, play shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run targets, and a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park. A barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game night. Fozzie football is simply the best, most realistic, and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix 
of fast action and real football drama where a last-second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. All right, guys, welcome back, welcome back. Here again, live at the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill Studios in beautiful downtown Lockport. The Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159. 159, with yes. With Whistlepig. Yes, yeah. with Whistlepig. It's a cool little clubhouse. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a guy's house tonight. It's a guy's house. We've got plenty of people flowing. Yeah. Look at that. We got Pendleton. We got some Whistlepig. We got some Tito's. We got some uh, La Crema. Prisoner and, and prisoner. The prisoner. Right. We got some uh, Don Julio over here. I was some... waiting for Tom Waddle to bust through the door. He might when he sees that prisoner. Know, right? prisoner. Know, he right? really does. So who's driving me home? That's a question. <laughs> what I want to know. Who's going to drive you home tonight? <laughs> All so, right. So, yeah, we're, we're hanging out. Now we went through the baseball, went through some other bullshit. Let's talk about the Bears guys here. Uh, obviously, Roquan put on the pup list, yeah. which is a little weird. Physically unable to perform. Contractually unable. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. That's exactly what it boils down to. Guys, if the, the Bears <laughs> don't sign Roquan Smith, how big of a fuck up is this for the Chicago Bears? I'd say it's pretty big. I mean, uh, I got to be honest. I, this, it, it, I know a different regime takes over and they maybe want to see some things. I don't know what you really have to see from Roquan anymore, but no. I've said this on the air in the last week. I mean, you think about all the missteps of the previous regime, all the fuck ups with Kevin White trading up for Mitch, a- Adam Shaheen in the second round. Hopefully Cole Komet's good. I, I guess we'll hold out a little hope. But, I mean, Cole Komet was a second-round pick and has done uh, very, nothing. very little. He's done nothing. Um, whom I'm forgetting somebody, too, probably in there. I mean, just all the missteps. The one hit was Anthony was Roquan. Yeah. Anthony Miller was a second-round pick. Yeah. That's a good point, Freddie. Again, yeah. they traded up, I think, to get Anthony Miller. Yeah. Leonard Floyd. Uh, Leonard Floyd. Pick. You know, it's like when you think, <laughs> of, all what you think of all the fuck-ups. He's the classic example of go elsewhere and flourish. And, 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 and you know, when you're playing with Aaron Donald, a little bit yeah. easier, obviously. But, but with all the fuck-ups, Roquan – has been the consistent player, and I think he plays at a, a Pro Bowl level, even though he hasn't been to one yet. I mean, he's close. He's right there. I, I'm a little surprised. Now, maybe Roquan's saying, I need $110 million, and no, the Bears are like, well, you know what? We can't do that. We should it's... get Darius, Darius Shaq, yeah, Shaq Leonard Moore. money, which is what, 90? 98, 90, I think. He should get somewhere. He should get somewhere. Him and Fred Warner. Him and Fred Warner. Yeah. Somewhere between 90 and $95 million. Right. If Roquan is willing to do that, I'm not. And maybe he isn't, in fairness to the Bears here. Maybe he isn't. If he's if that could get it done, I'm a little surprised it's not. And well, here's the thing: he doesn't have an agent; he's either. representing himself, so there are no leaks right. and there's no back and forth. So we have no updates. Right. And if he knows what he's doing, I think eventually it's going to get done. I can't ever see him not no. playing. He, free agency, he won't be able to go to free agency if he sits no, out. But if he sits out, they'll still own him, right? Yeah. So yes. he doesn't accrue. A season he's going to he play. Out. It'll eventually happen. But um, who was I reading the other day? Talked about. Um, his body type and how Eberflus had all these long arm, long legged, gangly, big reach, you know, used car balloon guys yeah, playing right. linebacker. And Roquan's more compact. Yeah, and he's not right. gonna he's not gonna get in a three-point stance and rush the passer, no. but he's good on blitzes and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's alluding to the fact that maybe Eberflus is not his kind of guy. Well, I think that's bullshit. You want yeah. Roquan, he's the only sure thing you have. Yeah, he's a good player. You want he's the only sure thing you have. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a lot on the defensive side of the ball that, that, that that's proven. And I think yeah. he's proven that I, I think they're very open to moving him to the weak side linebacker position, too, which he might flourish right. in. Right. And uh, I think uh, to me, he's their best player, period. I, I mean, there's nobody on offense, I, you know, unless Darnell Mooney surprises the hell out of us. Maybe Fields gets better. I no. think their best player is probably Roquan Smith. Yeah. I mean, certainly, the, I, I think he's their best defensive player. I don't player. think there's he, any question about he's, it. 
He's 100% their best defensive player. Maybe, you know, you're going to argue Robert Quinn is still the, Okay, Robert Quinn, know, yes. Maybe. Okay, I gave a lot of shit to Robert After Quinn. one year. I mean, After his first two year, years ago, he was not. I, I think Robert Quinn's their best player. I gave Robert, I gave Robert Quinn a, a pass. Shit. I ripped him, too, but he was hurt. He was. He was two hurt. years ago, he was hurt. Last so, year, he flourished at, what, 10 and a half, what, 12 and a half sacks? 18 and a half sacks. Yeah, he's nuts. 18 and a half Let's talk about training camp right now. They've only been in pads for a few days, but still. The offense looks horrible, horrible. by everybody's yes. account. Mooney's dropping balls. Yes. Uh, Fields, you know, it's funny to talk about this superstar out of Ohio State who's already through his rookie year. Granted, you know, my whole thing with Fields last year was look at him on the sideline. He's so smug and arrogant. He's too oh, cool he do for the school. Jay Cutler thing again? And he's like, <laughs> he wouldn't, he's not in an iPad. He's not talking to other players. He's not talking to coaches. Well, we finally realize, and I had to correct myself, he saw Matt. Nagy is a fraud, and the coaching staff was bullshit. Right. So he said, I'm checked out. Because right. remember the famous soundbite. I learned more from Nick Foles and Andy Dalton in the quarterback room, and the coaches are telling me the exact opposite. And I'm going with the veteran quarterback. So he put it in their face then. And so now I'm giving him benefit of the yeah. doubt. And now Eberflus is like, oh, his footwork is so much better, and his release is tighter and quicker. And I'm like – Shouldn't he have already been there? But again, I, I you blame it nah, on Nagy yeah, and you yeah, give him the give him the benefit of the doubt. We have our guy here in the checkers, Jennifer. Roquan is the best player on the team. Lock him up now. Yeah. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Especially now with Iberflu's taking over. He's going to have him in the best position in situations we've yet to see. And I agree with that. Yeah. So what do you think? It's, I mean, the defense of all is always ahead of the offense in training camp, always. but nobody has looked good on offense at all. Yeah. Nobody, and Cole Komet, to your point. Yeah. If you have a young quarterback you're trying to develop, he needs the safety valve, which is the tight end, and he's done nothing. And aside from trying to wiggle out of a couple of ankle tackles that made him look like he was yards after catch guy, he really has done nothing. Have we really ever seen him like truly get separation? No. Have we ever truly seen him catch a ball without having the ball hit him in the fucking chest first? I I, see him drop a few. Come on, let's go here. Drop a few, fumble a few. I'm more worried about the lack of separation. I mean, I think that you can look at that and you wonder. He's no, not that guy. Well, nobody is. No, he's no. Well, but th- 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 you drafted him at that position to be that type of yeah. player, and he's just not that guy. No. I it's sorry. Okay, forgive me. I hate anybody. Hey, he's not Kittle. He's not Kelsey. All right, he's seriously, not, I truly do. He's not a lot of tight ends in the league right now. He's not Dawson Knox in Buffalo. He's not no. the kid in Dallas. He's not Zach Raiders. Raiders. He's not Dallas Goddard. He's not yeah. Darren Waller. Right. He's not Darren even. Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller's legit. Darren Waller's awesome. Yeah, that team's not any of He's not Schultz. He's not. No, he's not Schultz. Even the backup down there. Yeah, the backup down there in Dallas. He's not that guy. He's not any of them right now. Yeah, you know, it's you just. But but he's he's your guy. You got to you got to stick with him right now. You got no other choice. Yeah, he's your guy. So if he's not the safety valve, what about your running backs? You're gonna have to run the ball a lot. Well, I heard today. Plan on it. I heard today that there was a lot of dumb passes in the offensive game. Today, first first practice for the Bears in pads. First pad of practice. There was a lot of dump passes to David Montgomery in the backfield. <laughs> okay, before the show started, we were sitting here talking about running backs, and the Bears have Montgomery and they have Khalil Herbert, who are both guys that I I like. Love them. I like watching. I like them. Okay, prototypical. Okay. In a couple backs. years, get rid of them and get new ones. Yes. Right. And, and that's because and right, running backs though, are disposable. You're right. Kyron couldn't care less about uh, about running backs, and I understand that. But I'm thinking that the Bear, you know, Eberflus coming from Indianapolis, even though I know he wasn't on that side of the ball, but they ran the ball. I got a feeling he's going to run the ball. He's got two guys that are 
that can run the ball. They don't they have. Do they also things. don't have John. Is they don't have Jonathan Taylor. They don't have that line. Most importantly, no, they don't have Indy's right. line. No, they don't. But they brought in three guys. They got better with run. signing yeah. veterans. I'm assuming they they'll do. run the ball. They brought and in Riley Reef. They brought in other guys. And 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 they're so interchangeable. I mean, and I'm sure they'll do fine. I, I have confidence that David Montgomery can successfully run the ball for them. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at times we saw it last year. It, it's it's. That part is – it's very fungible at this point. I mean, unless you are, like your goal always says, Barry Sanders. Um, yeah, there are some guys that you could look at and say, yeah, they're a little special. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Even those guys I wouldn't pay. Regressing. Barry the league's Sanders. changed way too much. Yeah. That is. You know, Barry Sanders, I'm still upset with him. I get it. It's his life. It's his career. One more year. One more year. <laughs> you could have been the all-time rusher. Emmett One Smith does not deserve it. Never did. I could have right. run behind oh, right Dallas that Dallas O-line. You're right about that. And I think – the three greatest running backs of all time, just based on moves and speed moves and everything and speed. else. This is interesting. Barry Sanders, O.J. Simpson, and Gail Sayers. I never saw mm. Gail. I, I, did. did. I didn't see Ooh. prime uh, O.J. either, obviously. Gail's the best. You know, you know, sprinter the best speed, incredible moves. You know who came in that list? No. Well, in terms well, of I, just, no, I'm just talking about speed, speed and moves yeah. because I catch help for that all the time about Peyton. Yeah. Peyton There's, is just the most powerful back. Yes, ever. he was. He was, I mean, even more powerful than Earl Campbell and not um, Jim Brown, but not Jim Brown. No. But who else am I thinking about? That is. Uh, uh, no, no, he was just a, just, he was a bus. He was a bull. But Walter was stronger than those guys, but he didn't have the speed or the moves. He would just go through you. Yeah. So, yeah, you could put down Walter as the greatest athlete in NFL history for sure. The greatest overall running greatest back. Greatest overall running back. back. Yeah. Just speed and moves. Barry's Barry Sanders, OJ, and just look Barry at Gail Sayers. Okay, so now you, so I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You guys are fucking old. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I used, to, I used to say this to all my interns. You guys Farman, I was one of his interns. Farman was one of them. And we'd give, first of all, we'd have the CFL quiz. Oh, yeah. And you had to name all the CFL teams. With two teams oh, had the same name. Oregon yes. Knots, right? The Rough Riders. Alouettes and the Rough Riders. But the, but the Ottawa Rough Riders are now the Ottawa Red Blacks. Yeah, oh, so okay. there's right. only yeah. one the Rough Riders in Saskatchewan. Yeah. So, so you got to be careful. We would make them do that quiz. But the other thing. I would say something, and Andy Weinberg and oh, other ha. other <laughs> interns like that would go, how was I supposed to know that? I yeah. wasn't even born. Do you know about George Washington exactly. and Abraham Lincoln? Oh, my God. His, exactly. You have to know your history. You have to know where it came yes. from. Yes. They, they know started. where it came they from. My question, was, my question was this. Where do you guys put Adrian Peterson at? I, I love ADP. I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, think Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson in my, you mean, my day you mean the Bears Adrian Peterson? No. 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 <laughs> Adrian Peterson, Minnesota Vikings. Where do you put him at? Did Probably the best I've seen in the last 20 five. years. I mean, yeah. seriously. Like, I, I like yeah. that's, you know, you guys are a couple. But you know what? Here's you're what? what? 45? 45. Okay, so you're 10 years older than I am. I'm 80. All right. You're 80. In the last 20 years, this century, uh, AD would be there for me. Probably number one, LaDainian Tomlinson would be up Two, there. Right. Where do you uh, put Sean Alexander? Uh, Sean Alexander was phenomenal. Because and he was in Seattle, nobody knew and, that. And, right? and it was a little bit short-lived, you yeah. know, as often as the case right. in running back. There was probably a five- or six-year period where Sean Alexander was unfriggin' believable. Yeah. And right. that's a good call. You know what uh, soiled it a little Priest bit was great, me? but it was short-lived. Right. Adrian one. Peterson, the thing, the fact that he wouldn't quit. And Redskins and Lions, and you see him in these different uniforms, and he's still trying to just pile up more yardage. 
that diminished it for me. But the a funny little bit, thing was he a little did. bit. Yes, I agree. I agree. He, he lost his speed. He, actually, he lost his power. But he actually played pretty well. well in Washington. He still had a few stretches yeah. where, like, yeah, a couple of nice games. Where do you put? Where do you guys fill in? Um, um, help me out here. Earthquake. Um, earthquake. Uh, Seattle, New Orleans. Running back, Seattle. I love Marshawn. I, mean, I, so I, I, I wouldn't put Marshawn quite on the I thought you were going to go Ironhead Hayward. Ironhead Hayward, right. baby. <laughs> no Ironhead. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't think I'd put Beast Mode probably with those other guys we no. mentioned necessarily. He was pretty He's awesome. He's fun, though. though and he was, he was a yeah. badass. I mean, he was tough and he was physical. And he is another yeah, guy. He could have right scored over the winning him. touchdown in and the he Super Bowl. Bowl. It's so funny that he never liked to talk, and now he won't shut up. And now he's everywhere. I love it. But he's entertaining. You notice how those guys always become media darlings? Yep. yep. Always. It's so, amazing. And all the players, all the former players, Mike, that we all had to deal with, they were such pricks when they were playing. Yep. And then when they retired, they're like, hey, oh, yeah. how are you What's doing? Love you, buddy. What, are you, what are you doing? Like, like yeah. Owen being in the oh, media yeah. is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Love you, like, buddy. Well, his career is So, <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll Before see. we keep on talking about players, I do yeah. have one question I want to ask you guys because this is this You can ask me. a lot of questions. It's our show. I know. I know. Well, this is this. Well, I feel like I'm kind of like moderating this type of deal because you guys, you guys know it all. I don't. Know, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm, I'm, I'm just some poop tick over here on the side. <laughs> I'm here to steal all, right. all your guys' stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So obviously the decision came down yesterday for Deshaun Watson. Now there's one thing that I say all the time on this podcast. Everything on my shows I don't discuss race, sex, religion, or politics. It's this a good bullshit. Move. Yesterday. Deshaun Watson makes a suspended six games. We have seen guys blackballed out of the league for way less than what this guy's done. We've seen Josh Gordon suspended 28 games for smoking, for smoking weed. <laughs> Charlie Blackman smoking weed. Two of the best possible could have been the best possible receivers of all time. When Calvin, Calvin right. Ridley betting on Ricky games. Williams. Right. Calvin, Calvin Ridley suspended for an entire year for betting year. 500 bucks yeah. on a fucking Atlanta Falcons game. If he wants to bet on the Atlanta Falcons, it's his own goddamn fault. <laughs> luck. So let's be let's let's get yeah. real here. Well, All Matt right. Ryan's gone now, so maybe yeah. it'll be okay. How do you guys? No, I want to no. ask you guys individually. How do you guys feel about what weighed down on Deshaun Watson yesterday with the six games? Go ahead. Uh, well, first of all, it's a lot of moving parts, a lot of pieces. A lot of people misconstrued. The NFL did not issue that statement and did not make the rule. Right. It was collectively bargained with the players' union. You would have an independent arbitrator instead of Roger Goodell deciding these punishments now. So they get this former federal judge, a woman, yeah. Sue Robinson, who has no experience whatsoever in this line of law or punishment. And then she issues the terse statement saying this was egregious. He's a predator. This is the worst sexual misconduct, nonviolent, nonviolent violation. And I'm like, what sexual misconduct is not violent? Right. Really, it's against somebody's will, first and foremost. So then she rips him and saying, this is the worst thing ever. So I'm going to impose a horrible punishment of six games. Why? Because when Goodell was doing the ruling, the biggest punishment was she, three. She's going on precedent. She's going uh, on precedent. So, do. I mean, yeah, so I'm going to double it and make it six. Ooh. Well, now the NFL probably has to file an appeal to make them look good in a PR move and say, we want a year or we, you know, to try to save face, or they'll just walk away from it and they'll take heat for about two days. And then we're all so addicted to the sport. We're addicted oh, to the product we needed. It's part of our culture. <coughs> it's our social life. 
And so everybody's going to go back to watching the NFL. Oh, yeah. Every game, nobody's going to boycott, and we just move on. Just the list of all the violations of all the horrible things that players have done. Look at O.J. Simpson got away with double murder, yeah. and he's out of prison. And then you can talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. every day. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger and his life. stuff. They, you know, violations you forget about. So my problem is the independent arbitrator, that was a wrong choice, and it didn't work. So you know what's going to happen? The CBA, they're going to redo it, and Goodell will go back to being oh, I can't the guy remember. levying the fines and the uh, – and the somehow he still sort of has somehow he still has that power because they can appeal, and he ultimately is the right. person, and then judges off of that appeal. The whole thing is kind of weird and cockamamie. I mean, so, it really is. And she's going on basic precedent, um, which again, because of considering her background, I mean, that's in the legal space. She's always operated. That's I what they do. Uh, you know, he it's. To, to me, it's like when you, you know, then the other side of it, people say, well, he was never charged with anything in two separate oh projects. Right, civil, listen, criminal, he used, right? He, like, Sylvie made a good point. Mark Silverman did. He goes, he basically was using, he, he was kind of using, using um, the massage people as, as, as like, as like, as like, what's the app? A Tinder. Yes. You know, basically, like, hey, okay. I'm going to book you, right? And then I'm going to take my towel off and come play with me a little bit. Yeah. Yes or no? Swipe left or right. And, yeah. you know, that's not right, considering his status in the league. And there is language that says you can't embarrass the league, and that's why there is discipline, even though he was never yep. uh, had formal charges brought against him because the grand jury decided not to. I mean, he's obviously he was obviously doing something extremely inappropriate, yes. wrong. He knew it. We all know it. We, we do, whether charges were brought against him or not. He's not remorseful. And, and he's not remorseful one bit. All. And the investigation was flawed because 25 women filed the civil suit. One got thrown out immediately. Of the 24 remaining, they interviewed four. I'm sorry. They interviewed 10, and they only she only based her decision on four. So, I mean, that's ridiculous. Right, yeah. One six. That's, that's, that, that's ridiculous. How could, that, how could that even happen? I don't know how it all So happens. now the Browns are the pariah. So you have to hate the Browns or root against the Browns that's for easy. what that owner did and everything else. Browns are going to Brown, man. But every team in the NFL <laughs> has had criminals. Every team. Yes, they have. Especially the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> well, you know, so now the Browns are just the latest, and the Texans are at fault too. Yes, this was like, going on that's forever. the biggest. That's the biggest fucker up. Sounds the like they might have been complicit in the whole thing. They were yeah. giving out fucking NDAs to these massage therapists. Are you kidding not, me? Yeah. Not good. The but here's the thing, thing that makes no sense. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. Yeah, this makes no sense to anybody. And I took a lot of shit on Twitter for this, but I'm a Great Lakes guy. Like being from Buffalo. We associate with Chicago, Detroit, and Cleveland. We have nothing to do with New York, New Jersey, yeah. or Long Island. And that weird accent and the way those people <laughs> act. And by the way, the Buffalo Bills are the only team actually in New York State. That's so they are. so they are. it's just like upstate team. New York and western New York. It's like Chicagoland and southern Illinois. It should be two separate states. Right. So I would always feel this kindred spirit with the Great Lakes teams. But now we have to cut the Browns out. Yeah. Have to cut them out for now. But again, every team has had criminals throughout the history of the NFL. The NFL is a mega evil conglomerate and yeah. nothing's going to get fixed. And women are still discounted to the point where this is just going to blow over. And then it does. It's yeah. horrible. It's right. horrible. It's terrible. But the thing is, I heard a lot of people today saying that they were surprised that all the pay, all the fans, the Browns fans were there 
welcoming what yeah it didn't surprise me in the least no it doesn't right. surprise no. me right no because you have a quarterback they there. want them to win they have no quarterback otherwise who's a qb right if he's not but there. see to make that more uh, important oh my yeah. God. yeah to make them he's more, not bad no no but he, he is your classic not to show off. trusty right, backup exactly. yeah he is he's you done know, like everywhere. case keenum you can yeah. trust him what yeah. he's done in what New England, New England right? Indiana. Indiana. College you know what I mean? College. Look at look at the way we went. Now we're right back to okay. They need a quarterback. They need to win. Who's good? And now we just forget about all the the, the social injustices. Yeah. Right, which it's, is shit, isn't it? It's yeah, shit. It's, it's our awful. world. It's, it's our world. Nice. And everybody says we're all hypocritical and everything because we're going to be right back on the NFL bandwagon. Well, it's just that. No, something. That's my religion. Something Sundays, has to be. It's everybody's religion. It's everyone's yeah. religion. I don't go to church. I, I, I start camping out at nine thirty in the morning. I'm cooking meatballs and drinking fucking. I would watch nine hours yeah. of football oh, yeah. every yeah, Sunday. Yeah. And now you got Thursday night. You got Sunday night. You've got Saturdays during the yeah, the season. Playoffs. Stupid, isn't yeah. it? Uh, this Thursday night football, the matchups were always awful. Now yeah, they're getting better. Now they, well, yeah, I think teams are figuring out the rhythms of that after yeah. you know a handful of years now. They're kind of understanding how to prepare for that short week. Because I, yeah. I, I said it when it happened, I'm like, that this is not going to be good. It's too, it's too quick of a turnaround. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're sort of figuring out the rhythms. And you need of that to expand now. the rosters. Like, a I little feel like bit. I watch the Jets and Jaguars every fucking well, Thursday. Even the even the good matchups on paper early on, I think, never really materialized because yeah. it's just a hard thing to get those players to have such a quick. But you know, teams, like teams the, at a great disadvantage. Yeah. Teams like the Bills are playing on Thursday night. They're playing on Thanksgiving. Oh, They're yeah. playing on Christmas against the Bears here. Yeah, Christmas um, Eve, right? Yeah, it's a Christmas yeah, Eve. noon game. Yeah, so game, yeah. I'm going to go to the game and then I'm going to fly to Colorado. There you go, my kids. <laughs> but um, no, the, the thing is. It's always going to be more and more and more. And I hope they never do. They keep saying we'll never do Friday night because of high school right. football. Which I, I in the South and in this to. country, I hope they hold to that. But, too. you know, the product is somewhat watered down and we still love it. Oh, we we can't live without it. And the Jaguars should move to London because they play there every year. But don't they still talk about adding more teams? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think at least two more. And I think right now the schedule is perfect. You got thirty. You got thirty-two. Yeah. It works perfect. Yeah, right. sixteen. I mean, it works great. And it's I always mean, the same city. I thought. Plus, I thought oh, yeah. adding the seventeenth game was a joke. Now they'll yeah. add an eighteen. I know. Yeah. I, they'll I, balance that. Seventeen's weird. I they're going to go to eighteen. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah, of course. I hated adding the extra game because they're, they're how many times do you say, "Well, they'll be thir- they'll be uh, thirteen to three. I mean, well, fourteen to three. Or I'll tell you, to four, right? Or whatever. The season's long. I mean, you get to December now, and they're still. Think about when they add an 18th game. We're going to get to yeah. December 1st, and there's going to be six weeks left. And once yeah. again, I it's was around. It's going to be awesome, though. But it's, it's awesome, but it's, it's awesome. It's, it, it, it is awesome, but it also is going to make it harder and harder to figure out, like, who's real, who's not. Right. Like, it's mm-hmm. like that process keeps yeah, getting like, pushed later, later and later. I mean, up, yeah. because December 1st, normally back in the old days, you kind of knew by Christmas or New Year's Eve, the season was over. Yeah, the playoffs yeah. were starting in January. I'm, we're going to get to December 1st in a few years, guys, and we're going to have six weeks of the season left. Yep. I mean, so, it's kind of crazy. So when does my least favorite thing in all of sports kick into the NFL? Pro Bowl. No, 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 no. <laughs> Load management. Load oh, management. yeah. I don't, watch the, I don't watch the NBA at Me all. Neither. I watch every Bulls game, but I don't watch the rest of the NBA. Load management is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, when you see a guy like Michael Jordan who's played, every, played 82 games, and you see a guy that plays a game on a Saturday and he can't play Sunday. You see guys that can't play on consecutive days 
Now it's happened to baseball. Right. Yeah. A guy can't play two games Tim of a doubleheader. Tim Anderson, oh, who, misses, who misses a week and a half and can't play two games of a doubleheader. Once again, a yeah. quick hit on Tim Anderson. Great, great talent. Still not a great fielder. He's but no, awful, 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 awful with the glove. Tries to be too slick. Can't make the routine play. Uh, tremendous at the plate, obviously. But he's not a leader. I don't see him as a superstar. He's an all-star, but he doesn't carry himself. And the whole umpire incident yes. the other day, you, yes. you're the leader of your team. Can't happen. You, you can't, that can't happen. How do you appeal? Leader how do you appeal to that? Well, they automatically appeal. They, I know, but what he should have done is said immediately, said, listen, yeah. my fault, I'm out for three games. Yeah. Do it that way. Then maybe you're showing a leadership. Now this appeal, when's yeah. it going to happen? When you're in Texas next week, when they got Bellinger exactly. and other guys coming up exactly. against you? Well, talking – Back to the NFL. Um, once again, I'm so old. I remember the 14 game schedule. Yeah, and it was yeah. hard to adjust. No, I didn't the, stat. yeah, the stats, no face masks. The yeah. stats trying to adjust to 16 games. Now you're going eight. Well, that you can't compare running back numbers now. You know yeah. that whole thing. Going, so it will go 18. 18. It'll go 18. For sure. The Super Bowl is going to be at the end of February, guys. Pretty soon. That's just yeah. That's the way it is. And, and everybody March, eventually. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Close, it shortens the, yeah. the gap between that and March Madness. I mean, spring, March Madness and then spring, spring training. training. I mean, so it's good. everybody's going to make the playoffs in every league. In every <laughs> yeah. And participation trophies <laughs> will be awarded to everybody. Really, I remember, I think it was like 1983 when I was working at Channel 5 and I made a crack about the NHL playoffs. You play 1,500 games to eliminate Winnipeg. But <laughs> that is what it's going to be in every league. Well, and you're not far off because, I mean, you know this, and Carmen probably does too, but the NHL used to have, 21 teams. Yes. And they would play the entire NHL season to eliminate five teams. Yes. Yeah. Six, Six teams of the 21 made the playoffs. Which is and crazy. it was like the most stupidest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you don't make if you don't make the playoffs in the NHL, your team you're, you're working hard to not make yeah. the playoffs. And the thing is, now your team it's stinks like, if you don't make the playoffs. Back then, yeah. Vancouver would make the playoffs all the time despite those bad satanic priests. Remember those those <laughs> the black V with the orange and yellow? They were yep. awful. And I'm the big uniform guy. Those the uniforms guy. were Okay, so awful. you're a big uniform guy. People ask me all the time. They go, hey, you worked in sports. What do you think of the new uniforms? What do you think of the South Side? What do you think of the, yeah. the Boston Red? I don't care. I like the South Side ones. No, black no, 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 but we, I, don't I don't care. No, it's all, it's marketing. The jersey's oh, yeah. It's in the point. Where would it be? I like wear. the hat. It's, yeah, but it's all named just, just extra money. It's, like, yeah. And I was never yeah. a Seinfeld guy, and I worked at a station. No, well, these guys do every damn line. Pretty big, yeah. Between, great. between him and Zetterman and Silva. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah, I remember my college really friends. Out on this one, Fred. Yeah. My college friends and I, for one solid year, only spoke to one another in quotes from the Godfather. Yeah, we, we like we always thought Godfather. Like, yeah, yeah Godfather. but we'd be like, we be like, pass the sugar. Yeah. A lot of money in that one. <laughs> well, James. <laughs> You you had a you had a big dick up. Let's talk about that. You had a big dick up with James Conn earlier in the year. Oh oh well, we had Con yeah he, yeah we had him on his birthday. Oh, he was right? asleep. Yeah, right? oh, it was terrible. Was, he couldn't yeah. hear us, yeah. and he was, you know, he had said he had just now had a back operation up for Jimmy Conn is dead yeah. and. Uh, Ray Liotta I saw I saw a funny I saw a Paul funny Sorvino just died. Happened. I saw a funny meme today where it was it was the <laughs> what's the movie with him and Kathy Bates? Uh, oh, misery, misery, misery. They kept breaking his legs. Yes, thank oh, you. God. Well, it was a meme, and they took out they took out misery. And they put foot loose. Oh, oh. I was fucking dying. I, I oh, couldn't man. stop laughing. I was like, You mean right when he pleasant. died, somebody did that? I mean, how could you do oh. that right with James, the great James? See, that hurts me when Come you on. see even like Bill Come Russell. On. Bill Russell oh. passed. It was today. It was Nobody the day better. he died. It was today. Well, still, I don't like it. 
you better not say one bad thing about no. me. Also, nobody should. Well, I can't. But no I, memes. I, I'll have to wait. My dad was the executive Celtics. producer of the Bulls in the 70s, and Red Auerbach and Bill Russell were there, and Auerbach was smoking a cigar, and my dad was there, and they were, they were asking him to, to put the cigar out, my dad, and they got into a little thing. Yeah. Red Auerbach. Uh, well, yeah. Red, you know, but, he could be a red ass, of course. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was a prick. No, but but no. Russell, <laughs> Russell, he, he did, did great stuff. He did look wonderful too things. Soon. He was a great player. Too soon. Well, Red <laughs> Auerbach is a prick. Who cares? He's been dead a long He's time. He's been gone for a long time. But, yeah. And he was a prick. Who yeah. cares? Too soon. He'd be happy. To but, I mean, he that. basically integrated the Celtics. And, yeah. You know, Bill Russell was the greatest leader, arguably top two or three greatest players of all time, civil rights activists. Socially aware, yeah, and all the white fans in Boston, all the bigots, all the racists hated him and booed him, but they wanted him to entertain them. It was a weird thing. Yeah. He was player coach, played 11 for, yeah. rings, like five time MVP, everything. But most of all, greatest leader with that hyena laugh. Yeah. Jackie McMullen told the best story. She was one of the few people around who actually interviewed Russell regularly because she covered the Celtics. She was five years old when he was playing, but she was 25. When he was doing their games, yeah. and he was always part of the organization. So when she first got in the business, she went up to one of the old curmudgeon cigar smoking beat writers and said, do you think Bill Russell would talk to me if I could do a sit down with him? He's like, no friggin' way. He's a <laughs> jerk. He's an asshole. He hates us. He'll never do it. Russell overheard that conversation <laughs> sure. down the hall. And she went up anyways and just said, oh, Mr. Russell, would you mind? Absolutely, dear. <laughs> Anything you want. And then he's F you to that Big guy. Jackie's career. But, I love it. That's but awesome. to go through those times, the 50s and 60s, oh my God. as a black man in Boston no and being the greatest player and the greatest leader and the most and the big, the socially winner. conscious I mean, like, yeah, And kicking the winner. shit out of Wilt Chamberlain a lot. Yeah. I mean, think oh, about it. psyched like, him out every I mean, game. That's what I mean. Like, and he was great friends with Wilt, and they'd have dinner all the time, and he would just get in his head and just beat him all the time. That hard. I know that was great. We I, digress, though. Ba yeah, the basketball, yeah. basketball back in those days was wonderful. I mean, no, I was the basketball was good. Is he? Is no, he, was it? Just I mean, because, because, because Jim was running, dribbling with one hand. Jim no, running with one hand. It's better than this bullshit now where everybody fucking teams up. And well, that is a different story. Stupid. But the skill level, yes, is well, of course, the skill level. The skill level of every sport. I will take the '97, '98 Bulls over every fucking team in NBA. Which rule? Fred will love this. Which rules? Any rules? I respect the hell out of the athletic ability of soccer players. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate Incredible. the game. I think it's ridiculous. It's Still don't understand it. Still don't know it. Yeah. Score yes. a goal. It's right. You put a ball you in a net. Goal. It's pretty yeah. easy. But you're right. The, the, their athleticism is. Oh, and their cardio. Probably not appreciate it. The field's too big. The rules are stupid. I still don't know what offsides is. Red card. I don't understand the goddamn time. Yellow card. I keep on saying this to I know the time. Know. Take and dive. What the fuck is up with the time? I just see the, time. the Snickers thing. It's like extra yeah. time. This game was 90 minutes. Why is it 102? What is going on? If you're at a game. Once it hits 90, nobody in the nobody stands knows, knows yeah, how much time is right, left. Right. Yeah, time. Time. So TV then when, they, they, when the MLS came in, they tried to Americanize it. So all the teams had nicknames like every other team. Now it's just your United FC that's Sporting. Yeah, right. That's yeah. it. And yeah. the name of the city. Yep. And this, every city has the two Seattle teams FC. now. They have like what? How many teams do they have? Well, how many teams have there's a lot. There's like 20 something. There's like 30 something, isn't uh, there? Not yet, I don't think. It was 24. Premier, Premier League starts this weekend. I, can't I live, uh, right. I live right. right next door to Soldier Field. I just walk under the tunnel. I'm there. What's Premier League? Yeah. English Premier League. That's, that's Premier League. In England. We're going to be watching it at Nick and Ivy. 
Oh, I'm ready. I love it. Are you kidding? Yeah. One of those guys who would go to Fado at 4 o'clock. I'll be drinking go to Fado. Yeah. For the World Cup, I'll go. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fun. All right. All right. The World Cup yeah. this year is is ridiculous. Because it's, yeah. it's in Qatar or Qatar, which however you want to yeah, say ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. And, I, and, uh, Jeremy and if you Shep, lose, they bury you. Exactly. And kill Jeremy yeah. Shep. Chop your feet off. Yeah. Jeremy Shep has said it both ways, so I guess I'm okay saying it either right. way. I think it's Qatar. It's Qatar. I think it's Qatar. No, it's Qatar. It looks like it should be Qatar. Yeah. But anyway. They um they're starting like Thanksgiving week. It's the Friday, Monday, the Monday of Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. The U.S. and the U.S. plays Friday after. That's going to be fun. Like I'm England, England. 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 U.S. Like, England, I think, uh, is the Friday after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Mexico recently played Ecuador in a friendly at Soldier Field, and I live right. Oh next my door. gosh! So it'd be it's packed. packed the pageantry, yeah. it's crazy. I get it. The the emotion, it's nuts. I mean, we mock soccer fans for it being so crazy. Oh, I mean, we're just as bad. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. You know, can I bring the Vuvuzelas or whatever the fuck they are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, was, no, no, please. No, fire is only, only a point out of the playoffs right Is now. that right? They've won. Yeah, they have not lost in like <coughs> six games. I know enough about soccer to know that MLS like soccer it. is like the 10th best league in the world. But at least, it may be even worse. Right? Oh, what's it? Yeah. No, 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 not that. Yeah, yeah Premier uh, Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, Premier Bundesliga. Syria, Syria, La Liga, Italian. You're, yeah, you're Syria. probably about six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. So all those guys to finish out their career and make some they, extra money. They come to the United States. It's like when ball players used to go to Japan. Exactly. What's his name? Bob Salini, Horner. The guy that he used to play for. Yeah. yeah George And he, he just mentioned, he said, for people that think you come here and it's like really easy, he said, no, that's not the fact. Yeah. The reason is they play a tougher game here. Mm. They play a more physical a game. A more physical, not as they open. play over there. Because yeah. there's less skill. Now that could be that could be less skill. No doubt. Wow, we're talking soccer. Let's yeah, stop it. Can we stop it? Yeah, my brother bring, just turned. Can we bring football to football? Really? Yes, yeah, so let's go from football to football. Let's there, there is something I definitely didn't want to bring up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Yeah, get off. Get a, get a ball, my bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing I want, I definitely wanted to bring up today was the news on Tevin Jenkins. Mm. Oh, All right, this is... What is the news, though? I don't there know. Is, the news. <laughs> this is ridiculous, okay? And I wanted to bring this up. There's... Obviously, he's having a problem with Chris Morgan, the new offensive line coach. He's obviously having a problem with Luke Getze, the new offensive coordinator. You're a second-year offensive lineman. Drafted at 39. Right. What do you guys think is the main issue with this? And do you think that it's a possibility? Because there's talks out there, rumors out there, that Tevin Jenkins can be traded. Yes, yes because is he's this, not the Eberflus guy. And a second-round pick, uh, you should be minding Should have been a first-rounder, though, Mark. Should have been a first-rounder. I guess runner. he should have. But what, the thing about him is I didn't think he was that good. And then everybody said, oh, look, it, he'll go to, he'll fight for his quarterback, and he's picking fights with guys, defensive yeah. linemen. I'm, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, no, play. Yeah. Uh, let me see how you – I don't think he's that good. But he, I, I thought he yeah, needed the he, opportunity. He didn't get a lot of snaps. He did not. He I did mean, not. Morrow, got that's three true. times the snaps he got. Look, I, think, I 67 snaps total. I, and I don't, you know, you have to take my word for it. I mean, I'm, I'm not an offensive line expert, but people who are will tell you, will look at him you and say. You certainly are, I think. I'll say he's got talent. <laughs> like, I he's am. got some talent. He does have talent. You know, and it's, you know, can you, can he be coached up to the point yeah. where they can make the best out of this? It's a little surprising even though he's not their draft pick, a year later, a, a kid who was drafted in the top 40 for them to be like, 
we're so done with you. You're not going to play. Yeah. Got to be something. Gonna, there's said something. Or did. There's something's be an off about yeah, right. the whole thing. Yeah. And I, so and what I do you get really for know. him if you trade him? I can't imagine anybody giving you much. Oh, I can't no. imagine that. No. I, I honestly can't imagine. After six, knowing the situation, they basically buried him on the depth chart. Yeah. He's not practicing. Why would anybody give you a third round pick for him? I so at least imagine. Roquan's on a bike at Hellas Hall. He's nowhere to be found. Charles. No, he's not doing much of anything. Such a weird thing. Yeah, it's a crazy story. Uh, that bothers me because, like, me, I the last four, four, five years, I've been saying the Bears need nothing but offensive line because the quarterbacks are getting killed over here. All right, they, they yeah. truly are. They're not getting any time back here. They're not getting any time to make a play, so on and so forth. When we drafted Tevin Jenkins, I thought I was like. Here we go. Yeah. At first, we yeah we were live at we yeah. were live at that at Nick we and Ivy. Nick and Ivy, yeah. During the draft party when they drafted Justin Fields, I was fucking livid. Like, why are you taking a guy that's not going to make an immediate impact when you have so many offensive linemen in the row there? You go out and trade up. You draft Justin Fields. Fine, I get it. After they drafted Tevin Jenkins. Well, listen, then he was fine. History, I was fine. I was like, finally, you got somebody that can protect him. The history of no. the Bears is quarterbacks go to die here. Yeah, well, and Jim said it. So they were, McMahon said it on, on the Fat Mike show. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're panicking, and this has got to be the guy. This has got to be the savior. Because you can't keep saying Jay Cutler and Sid Luckman. You just no, can't, can't no. keep it's saying terrible. that. It's, it's you a, know? It's that's, how, that's how bad. The, the, yeah. the bigger indictment is that Johnny Morris is still the franchise's leader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that's the right. That, you exactly talk, right. Johnny Morris last played football in 1960. And what do you have? Uh, how many catches did he have that that year? His biggest year. He had like Matt, 90, Johnny Morris. Well, I, I mean, could it have been 90? Maybe. No, Might have been 90. No, I, I believe I Johnny's got about 5,000 yards receiving. Not even. Johnny's not even. Those... Yeah, Johnny is. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he does a track all the time. Yeah. Not early, just close. He's great. I don't know. He's still steel. You know, I see Bob Vassilopoulos. A lot. Yeah. He was a producer at Channel 2. And he said, Johnny's still like steel. He's like 80. he got to be in his 80s. 94 receptions. 84. Okay, 94. 94. That's what I thought. So so Johnny's record is like 4,800 like or whatever it is. It's not. I don't even think it's 5,000 career yards, and he's the Bears all And then Dick Gordon, I think. Is yeah, so he I might be. Dick Gordon. Which know? is an embarrassment. I mean, today, yeah. the best receivers in the league will get 5,000 yards in – you get that in four seasons. Yeah. They'll have 5,000 yeah. yards. I mean, it's I mean, it, 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 but Freddie, that's I kind know. of it's still and like the Bears how could it. a guy exactly right. that played in the, the 60s right. be the franchise's leading quarter? Uh, and I remember, you know, after in his oh, 60s oh, and oh, 70s, our guy Matt has something to say. Matt, what do you guys say? 5,050. I mean, the best receivers will get there in four years. Yeah. And the Bears, it's an embarrassment. So do you have, do you have faith? I mean, like Darnell Mooney. A guy that showed he can do this some is something stuff. that I would. This, this, this he is loves my, my very next question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Darnell Mooney? And what do you think of Darnell Mooney? And what do you think his potential is? Great number two. Absolutely, well, perfectly said. He's You're breaking great, my heart here. Number He's two. a great number You're two. Breaking my heart. He showed flashes of brilliance last year. Okay, once again, we're so early in training camp. He's oh, dropping yeah. everything. I mean, let's, uh, let's, but the thing is, he's a little too small to be a number one. Uh, I think, yeah, he's a quality you know, two. Yes. Do you, do, let, be honest. Yeah. Do you see Justin Jefferson? Do you see Jamar Chase? Yes. yes. Do you right. see DeAndre Hopkins? You're yeah. crazy. 
Why you see Justin Jefferson in Darnell Mooney, now you're going to yell. Justin, Justin Jefferson is great. Jamar Chase who is did, fantastic. Who do you think Darnell Mooney could be? I think his potential at top most respect could be Tyreek Hill. You're out of your mind. Oh, way. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. All you're right. out of your mind. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Show's over. Get out. It's a three-man show. Are you're you kidding your, your, I swear mind. to God. His route running, the way, the way he does it, is awesome. Shut up, asshole. Everyone's, everyone's calling to hang up. I it's Grubhub. <laughs> you're out of your mind. Oh, you, no, you're crazy. He doesn't run routes like no. Tyreek Hill or like Cooper Cup. I mean, the way, he, the way he gets off the line is great. The way he creates I mean, separation. He's quick. Is I mean, there's no doubt he can get separation. He's just quick. Tyreek Hill had the same problems coming up, dropping passes out there in case. I don't know. I, I don't see. Uh, Justin Jefferson. I don't see DeAndre Hopkins. Justin I don't see Jefferson Cooper is another. I don't. I don't. He's on another level. Yeah. There's the I don't cheater. And then there's the cheater. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't see but I think if he's fine, I'm not. You know, that's nothing against Darnell Mooney at all. I no. think he's a fine well, here's what, here's the thing. I he is going to be your number one. Really so do. get I used to it. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you got to. I mean, yeah. how, how how likely how happy are you? To but again, if Mooney's going to flourish, you got to get help from Komet and Montgomery. In order for Fields to get him, yeah, to get and, it to him. So and next, Luke Getzey, Luke Getzey's right. got to be able to call plays where he gets these guys open. He's got to call plays where oh, yeah, he calls some play action. He gets right. Are you scheming guys open? Exactly. There was no separation last year among the entire receiver right, core. Very low. And Getzey came from the Green Bay, where you saw Green Bay at receivers, <laughs> you know, off Lazard's catching balls yeah. all over. Which the begs the question: Is Robinson going to be good with the Rams? You think My he'll be better? Yes. Everybody I says yes. I think he's going to be like, like a fart in the wind. Uh, really? You're not even going to notice him. The people in L.A. Look, say he's – Robert Woods is he's gone. Be really Be- good. Beckham's obviously yeah. gone. Um, Cup it attracts a lot of attention. My guess is Allen Robinson. I, I would I would think he'd have a pretty big year, and I think he'll contribute. I think Allen Robinson is a very good wide receiver. I do, too. Very good. Last question I got Just for you Just don't guys. throw the ball up high because he's never right. going to win a right. 50-50 ball. Last, last question I got for you guys <laughs> – is this Justin Fields? We all know that he's going. He's going to be our number one starter. Our finally our number one quarterback. No quarterback competition this year with Andy Dalton or anybody else. Nick no. Foles, anybody like that? No Trevor Simeon competition. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bit. But a little bit. Just, what a great job. What oh, no. he's going to be the greatest career his, backup holding a clipboard, making a phenomenal. shitload. Well, look at oh yeah. Look at who the hell Chase was Chase Daniels? Chase Daniels, unbelievable. Fifty million dollars. Oh, yeah. I wish I was Chase Daniels. Oh, let me tell you. Me Everybody thinks it wishes they were. Me too. Yeah. I'd wash jock straps with my mouth yeah. for fucking $50 You might do that for five. The best, the, the best, the best five jobs. Five million or five bucks? Five. Just five. wash it out with this. Yeah. yeah. The, best, the best jobs in sports are always backup goalie, yeah. backup quarterback, backup catcher. Yeah. I mean, you're right. kind of just sit around. And in the nothing. NFL, fans love the backup quarterback. Always. Right. Always. Loved him. Yeah. I'm all sorry. Right. Go ahead, Mike. The last question I got for you guys. What and I want you guys all to answer. What do us as Bear fans and people in the media? I'll be obviously all of us are sitting here doing this. Used to be. What do we need to see of Justin Fields this year? You want stats? You want numbers? You want goal? Is that what you're looking uh, what, for? What or something that you could see that would say, okay, he's getting he's it. The guy. He might be getting it. And the stats might not be great because I don't think they're going to be a right. good team. Right. Do I think you have to we, see that. I think you have to see a quarterback that is understanding, that is processing what's is in front of him. Is he on time? Is he going through his reads? Is he on time with the ball? If you see those things, even if the stats aren't great, you might say, hey, the kid's getting it. And if they add Damn. more around him, yeah. he'll be a legitimate quarterback. In and that's game. exactly what Eberflus is saying publicly yeah. to the media and to fans. Look it. We might only win five games. But if we see that in fields, 
Next year's the year you can demand yeah. us to be in the playoffs right. and to make some progress. Does so, he know where to go with the ball and is yeah. he on time? And if those things happen, I think you'll say, okay, he's You know, he to, ran into a lot of sacks last year. Yeah, he did. He, did. he was responsible. Especially in Cleveland when I was at that fucking game. <laughs> yeah. That game fucking sucked. Yeah. He's gotta he's gotta do two things. He can't throw interceptions, he can't fumble the ball. Right? Yeah, don't fumble the ball. I agree with that. He what he had he had uh, 12 fumbles, fumbles yeah. 12 fumbles, 12 interceptions, yeah, 20, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you can't fumble the ball. Right? you got to be ball. able to hold on to the ball. If you know your offensive line is not going to protect you, you've got to cover up. I mean, and I think the even the most, most casual thing. fan and, and the media realize this. If we just focus on his development, then people will be tolerant of yeah. this year. Because yeah. I'm saying 5-12. and 12, Well, last and The most they win would be 8 games. And 11, am, I wrong to right? say, am I wrong to say that you couldn't give Justin Fields a legit grade last year? Oh, there's no. Yeah, way. I think it's hard. No, I think it's hard. With no the, way. the mess of Matt Nagy and everything, show. it was yeah. a fucking disaster. Yeah, right? it was. The Cleveland game was all. I mean, just that whole game plan, the way it started. Um, I think he, he did. was there. Got in a fight with a bartender at a bar afterwards. Yeah, I, 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 I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I was a shit show. I almost beat the shit out of a bartender there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> over That's the beer. I told you not to go to Cleveland. No, it was over a drink. I think. Oh, it was over a drink. It was over a drink. And you know what? If you're listening, dickhead, fuck you. I still take that. I still hate your guts. Don't say take that. You all of a sudden. Let's remember. You're just fuel to the fire, Carl. Good job. Let's remember if if you're a Chiefs fan, you have Matt Nagy back in the fold. You do. Staff as your quarterback coach. You've got bigger, slower receivers now. It's going to be interesting to see if they can. No more Tyree. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine? Uh-oh. Can you imagine you're the, you're the Chiefs quarterback and all of a sudden Matt Nagy? Well, I bet you Mahomes probably doesn't care one way or the other. I mean, he, he was there. Was, right, he, he was there Mahomes' there. rookie year. I thought Mahomes probably is really nice to him and very diplomatic, but just, just like, yeah, yeah sure, coach. Yeah, no. yeah, I don't. I'm not sure that it matters. <laughs> yeah, and who is this defensive unnamed defensive coordinator and scout who ripped Lamar oh, Jackson yeah, and ripped? Mahomes, and it was obviously the most well, racist stuff silly. in the world. Well, the dumbest thing Saying was that I don't care how many MVPs Lamar Jackson he'll wins. Never be, yeah. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. He's never going to be a number one. Well, he said it like, I don't care how many MVPs he wins, he'll never be a number one quarterback. It's like, yeah, are you like, fucking stupid? Yeah. If he wins eight MVP and awards, then, he's not a number one. And then he says, Mahomes like, what? can't do anything past his first read. Oh, and then he just takes off. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He I goes through his progressions while time. he's running right. through everything. How many? Yeah. I don't know how someone in the NFL could say something like that. No, it's it was really, but really I will tell you, racist. The second half of the AFC title game is still one of the craziest. The, the head scratching Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, no, no, the championship, Shut- the Bengals. Oh, the, the, yeah. the second yeah. half, the way they collapsed, I will like forever wonder what was going on. Like what happened to Patrick Mahomes? And I don't. Yeah. Who, it might have been yeah. Rosillo or maybe Bill Simmons, who like in the off season at some point, like after the Super Bowl, had said, "Do you think he, he could have had a concussion?" And like, I, like honestly, like maybe. how else do we yeah. explain? Seriously, how else do we explain what happened to Patrick Mahomes at the on the goal line going right. into the half? Yes, and then what happened in that second? Yeah, right. It'll be true. forever be one of the great head scratchers. Yeah. I'll never understand. At the same time, that Bills game. Oh, wow. Sean McDermott, one of the greatest coaches, forever, one of the greatest young coaches ever. Okay, you've got 13 seconds, yeah. and you play a prevent to the point where you're 18 yards off their receivers, and you allow Mahomes to go right down the field. You had the game, yeah, and it was it's it's the biggest brain fart in the history of coaching, and they kicked off instead of yeah. squibbing it, killing more wow, time off the clock. Too. It was like two major mistakes, right? 
that everybody's screaming about. And so there's a T-shirt in Buffalo that says wide right, oh. in the crease, forward lateral. Oh, and in now, the crease. Oh, and now God. they added 13 <laughs> seconds. And then it says fucked Poor again. Buffalo. Fucked again. Because Brett Hall was in the crease. Yes, he was. And that Titans game, Brett that was, was a forward crease. lateral. Yeah, that's true. I think Buffalo yeah. this year, it'll be interesting without Dayball. Like, how does Ken yeah, Dorsey take right. over that offense? But I think the way it ended, and they had to be sitting around the next week watching the Chiefs blow that lead. I think Buffalo is hungry and talented. They're they got a championship got roster. I, I think I think Buffalo back. is. They don't. But here's the problem. I think, Buffalo, I think Buffalo is going to do it. For what it's back. Here's the problem with all of this. I think Buffalo's going to. They're favorite it. now. They're well, that's me. I, I hate it. That's I hate it. They need a running back. Good luck, Marky. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're gonna have to do this again, guys. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, we talked about this. Is the best. This is a fucking lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. Thank it's you guys not. for joining us here at 12.2 Sports on a special night with special guests, Carmen DeFelco, Mark G, and Greco. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Mark and Carmen, thank you guys for bringing all the booze. Hey, hey, hey Mark. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much. Sleepover. Make sure That's guys, what we're doing. Sleepover. Make sure you guys listen on uh, on Friday night for, for Harry the Greek on the Over Under podcast. He's going to give you all the bets. Line your pockets with a bunch of dough. Do what you got to do with it on Sunday morning. Don't forget. Don't Do not forget Jacob Charnow and the hard – Count Football Podcast. So on that note, guys, we are out of here. Thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate it, and we will see you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to 1252 Sports Chicago.